Window World, the official windows of the Kansas City Chiefs, presents Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, online at windowskansascity.com. If we just did simple headlines at KKHI, this would be the simplest of all. We're going to title this episode, Nuggets. I mean, who doesn't love a good 20-piece nugget meal, right? Well, there was a time when I could probably pour down 20 nuggets. Not anymore, but we got nuggets for you today. That's all this podcast is, is a, it's a, it's a, just a tasty buffet of tiny little things to sample on your plate. Go ahead, grab the big plate. Make sure you get eight or nine different things on your plate. We're not going to eat much of any of them. We're going to rip through them all pretty quickly. I don't know. We may have, uh, I may have 25 different topics here today. There, there's just so many nuggets out there. There's nothing massive going on, but there's a whole bunch of little Things And so we're going to start, obviously, Super Bowl week with the Kansas City Chiefs, who arrived in Arizona on Sunday and on Monday night, had their first media night. And what they do for media night is they fill an arena. They allow fans to come in. They basically have, for lack of a better term, a boxing ring in the middle of the arena. All the lights are dimmed. Each individual station for each player and stuff for media to interview is set up all the way around the arena in areas where fans can get fairly close and see it. But in the boxing ring is where they bring the big stars. They interview them on NFL Network. They go out over the loudspeaker for everybody in the building. And they brought Patrick Mahomes out and put him in this thing. And that arena in Glendale went absolutely bonkers for Patrick Mahomes. There are Chiefs fans everywhere in Phoenix. Now, they can't all possibly have tickets to the game. It doesn't really work like that. There's going to be, we know people, I'm sure you know people, that are going to Phoenix for the Super Bowl because why not? It's February. Play some golf. Go to the Phoenix Open. You can get tickets for that, even though there will be there will be more people at the Phoenix Open than the Super Bowl. They put about 180,000 people on the golf course typically this Saturday for the Phoenix Open. It will be crazy. There will be Chiefs fans everywhere on that golf course this weekend. And Jessica and I were talking about it last night. Phoenix is a very popular retirement location for people from Kansas City. And we know a lot of people that either have retired there or have second homes there or vacation there frequently. This is going to be, I'm sensing now this is going to be almost like a home field advantage for the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. This is just nuts. When they introduced Patrick Mahomes up on that deal, it was was like goosebumps. It was so loud. It was like, I don't know, Bruce Springsteen just walked out to start a concert and everybody went absolutely crazy, but it was a wild ovation. Also in the boxing ring at the arena, Jason and Travis Kelsey appeared and were surprised when their mom came up on the stage and presented them both with cookies. I'm sure you've seen both of these events on social media. If you follow anything at all on your device, you've seen little clips or videos of these two things that happened, but it was pretty darn cool. Media Night also was a very strange moment that I watched every moment of it, it, between the worst interviewer and the worst interviewee that I can think of. As Michael Irvin was interviewing Andy Reid, at one of the interview stations. Andy Reid was not up in the boxing ring. They had scattered around the arena, as I mentioned, for every player. There's a a place with his name and and a microphone set up, and media can walk up and ask you anything they want, and they do. There's usually not very many football questions. They like to ask you things like, what was your first big purchase when you got drafted? You know, things like that. Or what do you do in your free time? What do you eat before a night game as opposed to a day game? Weird stuff. The question, I think they're great. I think it's fun. I think the Super Bowl gets this right. We know that 
this game is more than just for people that are diehard football fans. It is a cultural event in the United States. I mean, this is a over a hundred million people will be watching. There is nothing, there is nothing in the United States that even compares to the Super Bowl. This is it. I mean, this is this is absolutely everything as it comes to an event that we all watch. Hopefully, politics are out of it. People enjoy themselves. Yes, it's especially fun when the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl for three times in four years. That's especially great. But we all love the Super Bowl even when the Chiefs aren't in it. So Andy Reid just decided to go to one of those regular little stations and have his microphone. And Michael Irvin walked around the corner and stepped up on the platform with him around all the other media. And he turned around and he goes, oh, the great one. And Michael Irvin's a terrible interviewer. And Andy Reid's a terrible interviewee because he says nothing. And it went on for maybe five minutes. And I watched every second of it, even though I'll nominate it for worst interview of the year. I learned nothing. It left more questions than answers. They made a couple of references to some time when Andy was in Philadelphia and Michael Irvin got hurt. And I, I was like, I need some context here. Nobody's explaining this to me. I don't remember all this from whatever that was. I don't remember. I'm sorry. I don't remember. And most people watching don't remember. It can't be possible. But yet there we were glued to it and checking it all out. It was amazing. Their media night is something completely different than what it was when I covered. I've, I've covered many, many, many Super Bowls. We went to Radio Row almost every year and did this dating back to maybe 98, 99. I started going to Super Bowls and we would go to Radio Row and it's always in a convention center and it still is. This, is, this was not Radio Row, but the media day was normally this deal where they'd say, okay, it was during the middle of the day. They'd say it's at the stadium and you'd get on a bus and you'd go over there and all the players would be scattered around. And they, they, in those days, they put their jerseys on so you knew who they were. You could Because there were people from Nickelodeon and Disney Channel and Entertainment Tonight, and they don't know the players and they don't care about the football. They're looking for something fun. And you would go there and, and David Blaine would be doing magic in front of the players. It was a circus. You had all these entertainers came in, would hang out with the players and do card tricks or grab a microphone and sing or play the guitar around one of the players. And it was fun. It was really fun. It was really interesting. And I think about, about what I maybe looked like in 1999 compared to 2023. That was 24 years ago. So I would have been a uh, fresh, full, mature adult man, age 34. And as Jessica and I are watching this, a couple of years she went to Super Bowl Radio Row, and we, we sent many employees. We had maybe a dozen of us sometimes go to the Super Bowl. And we'd cover it during the week. We'd only get one or two passes for the game. We'd trade years of who would get to actually go to the game. And to be honest, most of us wanted to fly home on Friday night or early Saturday morning and come on home for the Super Bowl and not stay after the long week of work. It was long hours on Radio Row. And we're looking at this and we, it wasn't really a senior moment because we're not, I don't, I don't think me and Jessica are old. I mean, I don't even look at it that way, but I, I said to her, my God, look how young these reporters are. And they were all in their twenties and thirties. And that's kind of what this is. That's kind of what the business is. You, you get you go do these assignments in your 20s and 30s, and you love it, and you live for it, and you don't do it for the pay. You do it for the experience, for the memories of a lifetime, and we have those memories. And that's not really why you're doing what it is that you're doing. And I'm watching this. I'm like, my God, every reporter there looked like they were in their 20s or 30s, which we were when we were doing it. I do kind of feel sorry for some people that I, I shouldn't say I feel sorry for them. Maybe they absolutely love what they're doing. It's it, it's very hard. Covering stories and going and doing things like this is very difficult. There's a lot of pressure. It's ridiculous hours. 
It's hard. The people you're dealing with are not helpful sometimes. It's complicated. There's nothing easy about it. When you're young, it's just fun. You're just happy to be part of it. After you've done it maybe for 30 years, you're like, it's a grind. And I know a lot of people from Kansas City that are off doing that this week. And as weird as it sounds, I'm kind of glad I'm not in the middle of that mayhem. And I'm just doing my podcast, which is pretty darn cool. So it was a wild night for the very first media night. We did get some um, injury news, some nuggets here. Uh, One, the Chiefs announced that McCole Harbin is on the injured reserve lift. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has been activated. So interesting. Chiefs may get CEH into the Super Bowl this week. We will see how that goes down. Legereus Sneed just went out to his little platform at media night and announced to everybody, I'm playing. <laughs> he said, I don't, I don't even want to be asked about concussion protocols. This is ridiculous. I'm playing Sunday. <laughs> I've passed. I'm passing everything, and I'm playing. So Legereus Sneed said exactly what I said when he got yanked out of the game against the Bengals for things that people used to continue playing for. I said, he'll be fine for the Super Bowl. If that's a neck injury, we got a problem. If it's a back injury, we got a problem. Once they announced he was being evaluated for concussion, I was like, okay, good. Legereus Sneed will play in the Super Bowl. There was no way he wasn't. As far as the send-off was concerned, we saw an awful lot about the video live on the plane and the Chiefs flying to Phoenix and all that. We've now learned that Noah Gray and Willie Gay Jr., here in Kansas City, the neighborhoods they live in had parades for them. <laughs> they had send-off parades. I told you we got nothing but nuggets on the Super Bowl today. This is your, no, no, more than the Super Bowl. We got lots of nuggets on this show. Noah Gray and Willie Gay got parades in their neighborhoods from the people that they live around kind of part-time. Not permanent homes. Typically, players will rent and still, especially with players like this, uh, would rent and have their place here before they decide what they're going to do permanently or buy a house or whatever. It's just really interesting that Noah Gray and Willie Gay are, are maybe there was more, but it seems like maybe the only two players that got a send-off from their neighbors in their neighborhood, they got parades. Harry Truman's statue in Independence is now covered in Chiefs gear. He's wearing a Chiefs t-shirt and has a Travis Kelsey cape on or a cape that Travis Kelsey has made famous. And speaking of getting famous, there's nothing better about things that happen around the Super Bowl that wouldn't happen for any other reason other than it's the freaking Super Bowl. And I present to you KC Potato Girl. If you don't know who KC Potato Girl is, she's the woman who went to the Jacksonville playoff game, sat in the cheap seats, knew it was going to be cold. She didn't care. She loves her team. One thing that people do, I guess, to keep their hands warm Traditionally, I've never done this, but I guess people do it, is they they take really hot baked potatoes and wrap them in foil and put them in their pockets as hand warmers. And I think the metal detector will get your foil. Sometimes they make you take the foil off if you're going into the stadium now. They didn't used to, but now they do. But the potato apparently stays hot for quite some time. And then at some point, if you break it open or cut it, the inside is hot and it's still kind of a hand warmer. And so KC Potato Girl had done this, and a couple rows in front of her, a Jacksonville fan turned around and thought, what a nutty lady, as she was now eating one of the baked potatoes. And he snapped a picture of her and shamed her on Twitter, on social media. And she fired back and won the internet and said, you don't do this in Florida or whatever? All of a sudden, Jacksonville fans all over the place on Twitter were supporting KC Potato Girl 
showing their pictures of their potatoes at games that they've done it too. It's also a good snack. Once it's no longer a hand warmer, you got food at the game. Who doesn't love a baked potato? And so she's eating the baked potato. And since then, she's gotten like free food for a year from Wendy's because they do baked potatoes. She had another company call her and do something. She's become famous. She's got all these followers. She's KC Potato Girl. And now she is working this week. What do you think her job is this week? KC Potato Girl. America's a great place. The Super Bowl's a phenomenon. KC Potato Girl's job this week is to go to Phoenix and work for and go to the game with Lay's Potato Chips. That is exactly right. Congratulations, KC Potato Girl. Took a hand warmer to the game, going to the Super Bowl for free, probably getting paid. They're, I mean, the trip, but they'll probably give her a couple thousand bucks or something too. I don't know. Maybe it becomes an ad campaign. Maybe it becomes a thing. Also, it has sped up the Missouri House of Representatives Super Bowl week. They have called a special hearing on the floor at the State House in Jefferson City. Not about some proclamation. What do you think the special hearing is this week at the Missouri House? The special hearing in the Missouri House is on sports wagering in Missouri. They want to get this thing passed. They want to get it going, and they're using Super Bowl week to have a special hearing and get it on the floor and get it into committee and write the bill and be done with it. And Missouri's getting clobbered by bordering states all over the place by not doing this. It's interesting, again, what happens when it is Super Bowl week. You get places like Grinders in the Crossroads District. Grinders, you know of Grinders. They play music out back. They have pizza. They have Italian food. They grill things. It's, it's really good. Apparently, and I've never had one, they're famous for their Philly cheesesteak at Grinders. They have taken it off the menu. And remember, Restaurants don't like to print menus anymore. They don't like to make changes. They like to do the QR code so they can save money. Grinders has replaced the Philly cheesesteak with the Kansas City Chiefs steak. That's perfect. Way to go, Grinders, in the Super Bowl spirit this week. Speaking of food and restaurants in Kansas City, Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni coached for the Chiefs for four years from 2009 to 2012. Is that Todd Haley's staff? Oof. Sirianni was here for four years. His parents flew in from New York frequently for half the games, he said. Every time they came, they went to Jack Stack Barbecue. That's what his dad loved. Still to this day, every Christmas, Nick Sirianni gets Jack Stack Barbecue and sends it to his mom and dad. He met his wife, Brett Ashley, in Kansas City and is now the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles facing Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs. I guess I didn't remember this. Nobody's talking about that this week. This is a tasty nugget for your Super Bowl party knowledge. I'm giving you all kinds of great things for your party Sunday. I'm just loading you up here with stuff. Andy Reid fired Nick Sirianni. Andy Reid got hired after the 2012 season and gutted the staff, obviously. He literally had to call Nick Sirianni in and fire him. That's awesome. That, you know, I haven't looked. It would take a while to research. But how many Super Bowls have there been where one head coach faces another coach that he fired? It's got to be a short list, doesn't it? Not a coach that he coached with. That's all I'm talking about. A coach that he fired. Now, how many? This, this, this never happened. Has there been a head coach that was fired by the team he's playing and fired the coach that's coaching for that team? Andy Reid was fired by the Eagles. Andy Reid fired Nick Sirianni. This is crazy. 
There's so many tasty morsels and nuggets around this game. I absolutely love it. I really do. It's, it's just so much fun. So many players at Media Night on Monday night were talking about their Christianity, which was a breath of fresh air. They were being asked about it by people. They are being asked about what's important to them in their lives. They, it wasn't like Christian reporters were running around saying, talk to me about your faith. They were being asked what's important to you. And so many of them just offered up Christianity, including Patrick Mahomes, who in front of everyone on the main stage, when they're asked about open-ended questions, what's important to you, what are your routines, what's, you know, how does this all work for you, Patrick Mahomes says of his Christianity and God, quote, he has a role in everything I do, and I want to make sure I glorify him while I do it, unquote. That's pretty darn cool. I was surprised by how much Christianity there was taking place. It was, uh, it was great to see. It was heartening. This is a conservative game. It is a conservative. It absolutely is a conservative game. There was a welcome to Arizona news conference in Phoenix yesterday where 22 Native American tribes were represented, but it wasn't just Native Americans. It was the governor, the mayor, you know, all the muckety mucks. Welcome to Arizona. Oh, we're going to talk to you about how great our state is. It is a great state. It is a changing state. And we need to keep Arizona great, I guess, for lack of a better term. But the Gila River uh, tribe is very prevalent in the Phoenix area. They have casinos, and they're very well known. Uh, G-I-L-A, Gila River tribe. And their chief, their head guy, came to the news conference and says he supports what the Kansas City Chiefs are doing with tribes around the country, but the chop is racist. And the big story out of the Welcome to Arizona news conference is 22 Native American tribes asking... Chiefs fans to not do the chop at the game on Sunday. They've just guaranteed that Chiefs fans are going to do the chop at the game on Sunday. Now, they're not going to play the music, I don't think. They do have some things at the Super Bowl for home fans. They will play some traditional things that are familiar with the Chiefs and things of that nature. They will do that. As part of a Super Bowl, they'll do the same thing for the Eagles. They'll play fly, Eagles fly when the Eagles score a touchdown. They'll do that. But I don't think they're going to play the chop song. That's a bridge too far for the NFL, I feel sure. Will the fans organically do it on their own? I hadn't thought about it once. Until 22 tribes were represented at a Welcome to Arizona news conference and said, you Chiefs fans... You racist fans there in the Midwest, you better not be bringing that chop out here to Arizona. I think they've guaranteed the thing is going to happen. We have talked about the fact that the Eagles' top quarterback face this year is Jared Goff. That's by quarterback rating. I think number two maybe was Dak Prescott or something. They, They just have not faced good quarterbacks. They just have not. And so the stats are all out there. And I'm finding more and more reasons to love the Chiefs in this game. I mean, let's just forget what we saw this year on the field for a second. It's Jalen Hurts. It's the Eagles. Mm, you know, Brown's terrific. They, 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 it's clearly, they're a good football team. But let's just take this what it is. Let's just assume this was like an October game, even if it was in Philadelphia. What would the Chiefs have been? Like a four-point favorite? I think this could all be based on two completely different types of teams that had very different schedules and tasks to get where they are. 
Very different. I'm just, I, I just feel more and more and more of that. And I can't get out of my head, and you don't want me to get this out of my head. I can't get out of my head of the five Mahomes years here in the AFC Championship game. I think this is the Chiefs' best team. I know it's the only one without Tyree Kill, but I think it's their best team because the defense can win the game for them. I actually feel like it's possible the Chiefs could be up three and the Eagles could get the ball with a minute 20 left and they wouldn't even score. Or if they did, it would just be a field goal and go to overtime that the Chiefs wouldn't give up a touchdown. I feel that. So I like that a lot. If that doesn't do it for you, let's talk about the best players in the game. And I defer to CBS Sports. And this guy's a former Chiefs hater. His name is Pete Prisco. And he would pick the Chargers every year to win the division. The Chiefs are fraud. He didn't believe in Mahomes when he first played. He didn't like Alex Smith. He didn't like anything. And he's a loser. The Chiefs are losers. He has crossed a bridge and has become like the biggest Chiefs guy ever. And he has listed the top 44 players in order. That's the starting 11 on both sides. So you take the 22 starters for each team, and he ranks them 1 to 44 on who the best player is. Well, obviously, number one, this is both teams combined now. Obviously, number one is Patrick Mahomes. He's the best player in this game. Nobody would argue that, right? So here's his top five. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, Jason Kelsey, and Lane Johnson. And I want you to stop and think about that for a second. The top five players in this football game, the Chiefs have three of them that absolutely can win the game for their team. Game wreckers. Mahomes can win the game for the Chiefs. Kelsey can go off and win the game for the Chiefs. Chris Jones can win the game for the Chiefs. He sealed it last week. We see what he does and how he's playing. The two best Eagles players are on the offensive line. Can you explain to me how Jason Kelsey or Lane Johnson are going to win this game for the Eagles? They're not. They may play well. Jason Kelsey's going to see a lot of Chris Jones. We'll see. Lane Johnson's been a great player for a long time. He's a terrific right tackle, terrific player. I'm not disputing the fact that they're very good, but do you want, I always used to say this about the Chiefs, they would have good defensive teams. And I would say, you know, you don't want your offensive line to be the strength of your team. You want your quarterback to be that guy or a pass rusher or a receiver. And Travis Kelsey has transcended the position of tight end. He's a receiver. And that is what he is. I just thought that was very telling about what this game could be as we look at it, that the top five players in the game listed by CBS Sports, Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson. And that sort of in a nutshell tells you the difference between these two teams. They're more of a meat and potatoes. They're going to run the ball. If the Chiefs can stop the run just a little, they're going to win this game. If the Eagles line up and rush for a buck 75, the Chiefs are dead. They're in big trouble. You just can't do it. I'll give him 100. I'll give him 100. And, I think I'll give the Eagles 120 yards rushing and love the Chiefs' chances. Interesting uh, interesting takes. There's your Super Bowl nuggets. Brought to you by North Kansas City Dental online at nkcdental.com. If you're in the healthcare industry, NKC Dental is proud to be wearing TI scrubs with Mahomes and Kelsey and Kelsey and Jalen Hurts. They make them all through the NFL Players Association. T-I, T-I, like titanium, T-I scrubs.com is the place to go. What a great gift. Uh, if somebody you know works in healthcare, get them, they're more comfortable. These are upscale scrubs, but now you can get them with Chiefs gear and NFL gear, other teams, all teams, NFL teams. T-I scrubs.com, proudly worn at NKC Dental.
Two offices in the Northland and Westwood. Call 816-471-2911 and meet Dr. Bill Bush, your new dentist. He's the team dentist for the players of the Chiefs, and he can be your dentist too. 816-471-2911 for NKC Dental. 360 Document Solutions is online at 360documentsolutions.com. Mark and his team, they really do a great job creating customer satisfaction. You as the office manager or owner of a company with office products can really benefit from meeting this man. I'm going to promise you, he knows this industry inside and out like nobody else, and he's going to save you money with better equipment and better technology than what you have. Anything with document technology, IT programs, complimentary analysis available for you. Mailing systems, phone systems, outsourced IT. They'll do it all. Copiers, printers, 360documentsolutions.com. Call Mark and say, come take a look. No promises, Mark. Come take a look, see what we're doing, if we can do this better and cheaper. 913-745-5344 online at 360documentsolutions.com. And finchknifeco.com. You can get your Finch knife by the Super Bowl and show it off. If you order the cherry bomb, it looks like a Chiefs knife. I'm just going to tell you right now, it looks like the most gorgeous Chiefs pocket knife you've ever seen. Do it. It's online at finchknifeco.com. The cherry bomb. It is still my favorite, I think, of all. And they come out with six or eight new collections every year. I love the cherry bomb. It's Now, it's not just a red one. They've got different colors of the cherry bomb. It's just an awesome knife. Finchknifeco.com. That's finchknifeco.com. Or visit Shields in Overland Park. This is a terrific Kansas City company. Every knife is designed right here in the studios in Kansas City. Finch pocket knives keep life from getting dull. Kansas had a big win Monday night at Allen Fieldhouse. Grady Dick scored 21 points. Dewan Harris, 17. Jalen Wilson was not good. He was one out of seven and had two points. And that is the greatest thing ever for the Kansas Jayhawks. If you said going in, Jalen Wilson was going to score two and go one for seven, you would have thought this game looked exactly like the Iowa State game. That KU would have just lost by 15. They would have been punchless on offense all night, and everybody would be questioning them. But that wasn't the case. They came out hot and jumped to a 30-16 to 16 lead, and they did it with not Jalen Wilson. Best way to describe it. Again, 38 points for Dick and Harris. Marcus Carr had 29 for Texas. KU's bench pitched in. They didn't have Pettiford available. They used a lot of guys off the bench who were starting to get better here toward the end of the year and really contributed, and they contributed against a high-level team. Texas got some athletes now. This was a terrific performance by Kansas. They built the big lead. They mostly lost the big lead. It was seven at the half. Bill Self was mad. The seven-point lead vanished right away in the start of the second half, but then KU got up comfortably about six to eight points, and they kind of kept it there. That's what they did most of the night. They, they're really good at keeping that six to eight-point lead, and they did that. They did it with stifling defense. Kansas defensively was just terrific on Monday night against Texas. So a, a huge quality win after Texas had won four in a row and taken over first place all alone. KU pulls within a game of Texas. K-State plays TCU tonight. We'll try to tie with Kansas. If K-State beats TCU, they'll pull even into a tie with KU at the uh, at this point, which is pretty cool stuff. TCU is missing a couple of players in this ballgame tonight. Mike Miles, their guard, is out. Eddie Lampkin has been out, their center. K-State was overmatched with size by TCU in their earlier meeting. Remember, TCU gave K-State its worst loss of the year and gave KU its worst loss of the year. 
TCU, when healthy, is a monster team. They are not healthy right now. K-State catches a break. They're a four-and-a-half-point favorite because those two players are expected to be out. That's at Bramlage Coliseum Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. Mizzou is also back in action Tuesday night, and this is exactly what they needed. After their winning streak, where they went on a record performance shooting three-pointers, Missouri fell flat against Mississippi State over the weekend. It was a bad performance. They were, the worst part was they were flat. They didn't look like they played hard. For some reason, they just didn't bring anything. That won't be the case tonight. After losing, they'll bring it. Boy, Missouri's playing a bad team tonight. They play South Carolina. South Carolina's 8-15. and 15. They are 1-9 and nine in the SEC, and Missouri is a 15-point favorite. There were non-con games against directional schools where Missouri was not a 15-point favorite. They're going to kill this outfit tonight. This is a perfect time and a perfect place for a game like this for Missouri. Get fat and happy. Get yourself a win. Pour in some three-pointers. Get the confidence back and move on after a terrible performance on Saturday. You couldn't ask for a better time to play a bad team than right now for Missouri. This is absolutely, completely and totally perfect for the Missouri Tigers. And we're happy for them. Go win that one. That's the kind of game where I, I will watch for a few minutes. They build that 15-point lead. I can flip away. I'll be watching something else, come back and forth. I thought the Kansas game was going to be that last night. I told Jessica, I said, second half, I'm going to have to go in the other room. She doesn't let me flip around when KU's playing. So I'm going to have to go to the other room here. we got a 15-point game. This looks like a blowout. But then it got tight at the half. It was seven. Stayed with it. It got close. It was a very interesting game. I don't think that'll be the case with Missouri Tuesday night. Kansas State, yes. TCU will probably still play with and hang with K-State in this game on Tuesday night. If you are looking for tickets to the big game, for the third time in four seasons, Ticket for Less is your source. The best selection of Super Bowl tickets at the best prices, no per-ticket fees. At Tickets for Less, ticketsforless.com, the price you see is the price you pay. If you are not as comfortable just going online and buying your tickets, if you really want to go to the Super Bowl, Call one of their personal concierge right here. You'll speak with somebody in Kansas City. 913-685-3322. Tickets for Less has grown. This is now a national company. They have over 90 employees in their office in Kansas City. But when you call the local number, which they really don't put out there a lot, when you call the local number, you know you're getting somebody right here in Kansas City that works with you and for you for the event that you want to attend. Whether it's the Super Bowl this week or the Springsteen concert, or Blake Shelton, or Luke Combs, or Billy Joel, or anybody that's coming this year in concert, or Royals opening day, you can always call the local number and get a local professional that understands Kansas Citians. 913-685-3322. If you do call the number, mention the podcast, you're going to get your discount. There is always a discount on your purchase at ticketsforless.com with the promo code KKHI. It varies depending on the event, but know this, at checkout, when it asks for promo code at ticketsforless.com and you plug in KKHI, you will always get money knocked off the price. Always, always, typically between 5 and 15%, depending on the event, always do that, always. Or if you call them, always mention it, they'll apply the discount on the phone as well. Ticketsforless.com, promo code KKHI. And, of course, my buddies up at Roberts Robinson, Chevrolet Buick GMC in Excelsior Springs, home of the lifetime warranty, free with every new GM. Also, they got a great tire special going on right now. If you need new tires on your car, $100 rebate on a set of four. They'll price match anyone, get you the rebate. You are good to go. Call Roberts Robinson and ask for Tim, 816-826-1563. 
Shop online, delivery to your house, build your own. They've got 0% financing on most GMCs right now. Who's got that? Roberts Robinson does. Or build your next GM, anything you like, they'll build it for you. They'll have it built. They'll have it delivered to you. You live in, uh, I got an email from a guy in Wamigo yesterday. You live in Wamigo? You can get your next Silverado from Roberts Robinson. They'll drive it right out to Wamigo for you. They'll Right in your driveway, they'll, they'll send a person that will go over the whole car with you, just like the presentation on the showroom floor. They'll come to you. They go the extra mile at Roberts Robinson, online at robertsrobinson.com. All right, on to the news. We're not going to do heavy stuff today. I got good stuff here. I'm not saying it's not good, but I'm, I'm breaking today from the heavy stuff, the balloon nonsense. And Biden's got the State of the Union tonight, okay? There is no way with two college basketball games on tonight that I'll be able to watch that State of the Union. He's hard to watch. I'm going to do highlights, recaps, the whole deal. I'm sorry. If it was Trump, at least to be entertaining. Biden, this is going to be awful. This is going to be awful. I will say this about the State of the Union. I think of us, Kevin McCarthy, when it's over, I would fake that thing. Like, you know, when you take a piece of paper and you think somebody's going to tear it and you go, and it sounds like you've torn it, but you're not really tearing it. I think I'd take the State of the Union address tonight if I'm McCarthy, right as he's finishing and act like I'm tearing it up. That way reporters will have to ask him about it. And he can say, I didn't tear it up. I was merely reminding the American people how childish the Democrats are and what we lived through and how pathetic and sad they are. I think I'd do something like that draw attention to Pelosi when she tore the thing up. Ooh, it's going to be a dud. Biden speaking for an hour or something. Ugh. Off a teleprompter. Gaff Central. We'll save that for tomorrow's podcast on what his gaffes are, and we'll have fun with that tomorrow. So our top news story to talk about here is something nobody saw, but is gaining life after the fact. And that is the Grammy Sunday night, which had another low rating, just didn't have a whole lot of people watching especially compared to what those things used to be. And the album of the year went to a, an actor, dancer, singer, songwriter, performer named Harry Styles. Harry Styles is English. He is white. And he won album of the year. And the entire 20-somethings in America, teens and 20-somethings, not America, around the world, are aghast and mortified that Harry Styles was completely surprised that he won. Okay, he's a, he was in a boy band. He was in One Direction. He's a poppy little guy. Poppy, poppy, poppy. Little uh, white boy music, dancey, whatever. He's kind of a sex idol, I guess, to the girls. Each generation has one. Harry Styles is it. Justin Timberlake at one point was like that, right? He was in a boy band. Um Who's the guy that Wahlberg, Don, Don, Donnie Wahlberg was in a boy band, right? There, and you move on and like Harry Styles will probably become a serious actor and someday he won't be a poppy little dance boy making music. But he did. And he won album of the year. And he was so taken aback. He's like, I can't believe this. This doesn't happen for people like me. And the world is melting down that nobody in the history of the world has ever been less aware of their white privilege than Harry Styles. And Harry Styles hasn't commented on this yet, but I know exactly what he was talking about. Let me run through a list of who wins album of the year. It has been eight years since a white man has won album of the year. And that was Beck in 2015. That was before the Royals won the World Series. Beck 
one. Beck is a, was, did he die? Did he just recently die? Beck was a, a performer's, I'm sorry, it was a rock star's rock star. He was kind of low-key. He was never really, he didn't have a necessarily like a style like like this. Harry Styles, that's all he is, his style. Like he's outfits, he's, he's Elton John. But the music's dance, techno, poppy stuff, not like rock. Like Elton John at first was like a serious rock star. So rock has always had a special place with the Grammys. There's been plenty of Robert Plant. There's been plenty of white dudes win album of the year. Billy Joel. There's been all kinds of white dudes back in the 70s and 80s won album of the year. But that was rock. It was rock and roll. The Rolling Stones won. Okay? So if you start going back through this stuff, you're going to find people like Robert Plant and U2 have won album of the year. Mumford and Sons, which is a male white rock band, uh, won it. I went through the whole list all the way back to 1959. There has never been a boy band guy win this thing. There's never been a poppy little boy band dude win album of the year. Never, not once, never. Frank Sinatra won it. He's a white guy. Harry Styles stood there and says, this doesn't happen for guys like me. Harry Styles won a talent show, The X Factor, where Simon Cowell was a judge. I'm sorry, he didn't win it. He got booted off. He did not win it. But Simon Cowell liked him so much, he said, I'm going to put you in this boy band called One Direction. He goes into One Direction. He does his boy band thing. He breaks out, kind of like Justin Timberlake or whatever, becomes a solo artist. And now here we are a few years later, and Harry Styles wins Album of the Year. They are just killing him for saying guys like me don't win this. But it's true. If you look at the people who won it, Beyonce, Taylor Swift, it's all kinds of people who won it. There was even a sort of country lady that won it a couple of years ago. Casey Musgraves won album of the year. Boy band guys have never won album of the year, ever. That doesn't mean they haven't been the most popular albums or sold more than other albums. I think there's been years where, where these bands do sell more. The only The closest thing to anything boy band winning the Grammy for album of the year was the Beatles. Now, do you consider the Beatles a boy band? Maybe their very first album, you'd look at them, they all dressed the same, and you know maybe they were a boy band at the very beginning. But they won it for Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Land. That ain't no boy band album. <laughs> Harry Styles is dead right. I don't think he was standing up there saying white people don't win. I think he was saying guys like me don't win this. I'm a techno-poppy boy band dude. We don't win the Grammy for best album, album of the year. And he did. And I'm telling you, this is a complete meltdown. This story is going to get bigger and bigger as the week goes by. You won't believe what the social justice people are going to do with this. This is going to gain traction. It's going to get bigger and bigger. They're going to try to cancel this guy. It's going to get ugly and horrible to be Harry Styles. And he's probably going to say something like, I'm talking about my type of music, being a, a, you know, a white guy in a boy band or whatever. He should probably never even t- use the term white guy. You should just say, look, I'm a boy band guy. This music doesn't ever win this and stick with that. But nobody's going to believe him or care. And now he's got all these people saying he's the least understanding person on earth of white privilege. I mean, just flat remarkable. Also in entertainment, AMC Theaters, based right here in Kansas City, has announced they're going to start doing ticket prices at most of their theaters for the big events. Where there are where you at least two-thirds of the auditorium is full or whatever, they're gonna start selling the tickets like airplane tickets. The really good seats in the middle section there where nobody's in front of you and you can put your feet up on the rail and stuff, those are gonna be like a dollar more than the ones down low. The ones right in front of the screen, the first two or three rows, 
are going to be something like half price. You can get them really cheap and sit down there. Uh, interesting. They're getting clobbered on social media for this because young people have never heard of this. And they're like, what are they doing? They're price gouging, whatever. I kind of get it. The best seats should cost a little more. Everything else, that's the way. I'm with it. I'm for anything that helps AMC stay alive and in business. I like the movies. Uh, they're starting to make some better movies right now. They're, 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 we're, it's a slow turn, but they're making a little turn back to making some things that people want to see. And I like they, they're going to have to do that for survival. So I like that. And I'm okay with AMC theaters doing this. Another great Kansas City company is Fry Orthodontics. Dr. Jeremy and his team have 13 locations in our area now. If you want to give your child or grandchild that perfect smile like I gave to my daughter at Fry Orthodontics, all you got to do is visit one of their locations. Your first consultation is free. Just mention the podcast. And you go in there free, and they take a look and say, here's what our recommended plan is. Here's how this may work. It may be braces. It may be Invisalign. It may be just a couple of front teeth. It may be all of them. They work with you on what works best for you. And they're very gentle and fun. It really is kind of a fun place. They're fun and gentle. Fryorthodontics.com, 13 locations. At Fry Orthodontics, your smile is just the start. Jocelyn's Jewelry, guys, I, I'm, I'm warning you right now. Valentine's Day is next week. It's a week away. You got a week. It's Valentine's Day. Do something special this year. Or take her in there and get her something really special and say, pick something out, sweetie. How about a bracelet? How about something really cool? Get something really nice for Valentine's Day this year. Or maybe Valentine's Day is the day you're going to pop the question. Or maybe you're going to pop the question Sunday night if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. I don't know what you're thinking. But Jocelyn's Jewelry is your roadmap. Go check them out. 95th and Antioch. Online at jocelynsjewelry.com. Ask for Dave or Cameron in there. No matter which day you go in, they're there. They're awesome people. The jewelry you're recommending to your friends and family is Jocelyn's for sure. Uh, the sales figures are in. The reports are in from the first week of, medic, of adult marijuana in Missouri. The first weekend of sales in the state of Missouri, $13 million worth of pot sold. That's just a weekend. That's just a couple of days. $13 million sold. There were long lines at some, do we call them dispensaries? Is that what they call them? I'm a, I'm a geek. I'm a nerd. I've never tried it. I've never smoked pot. I've never tried it. I've never taken a gummy. I, I, I don't know it. I don't get it. I've smelled it a million times at concerts or Chiefs games now. My God, the Chiefs Jacksonville game was everywhere. This stuff's legal. People are just out there toking away, right? So I don't know if I've ever been affected by breathing it in. I've been around it. it just isn't, smoking isn't really my thing. Like I occasionally, um, if there was a big night or something or big win or big game with my buddies, we'd be sitting out back. I'd have a cigar maybe once or twice a year with them. But then it hurt my throat and my voice would be shot. I'm like, this isn't good for my career. I shouldn't be smoking cigars. And so I haven't. So it's not really my thing. Um, but $13 million. There's some sales tax revenue in there for the state of Missouri. I don't know, man. I just don't want people driving impaired. That's my main thing. I really don't care. If you want to sit around your house and get baked all day and be a loser, I mean, it sucks that you're going to, if you're on the government dime doing that, that sucks. But there's much we can do about that. We can't vote all this stuff out now all the entitlements. There's just going to be bums in the world that want to sit around and be baked all day. And if that's what they want to do, if that's what you want your life to be, I feel bad for you. But, but you know, as long as you're not hurting somebody else, I guess I can live with that. No problem. Go for it. Whatever you got to do. Pretty good sales number there. And now they're going to add 
Sports gambling. We're looking forward to them adding sports gambling. That'll be pretty cool. This story from New York is just too tasty to not share with you. It's a few days old. I've had it sitting around trying to figure out how I could fit it in. And the only way to fit a story like this in is to do a podcast of nuggets. And this podcast today has been nothing if not nuggets. Well, this one involves chicken, but not chicken nuggets. A New York City middle school is apologizing after serving students with a meal on the first day of Black History Month that was deemed to be culturally insensitive. Administrators at Nyack Middle School say the hot lunch menu was changed by the vendor without their knowledge on February 1, the first day of Black History Month. They served chicken and waffles with a watermelon dessert. (laughs) They did not. Oh, yes, they did. The school's principal called this an unfortunate situation. Quote, we are extremely disappointed by this regrettable situation and apologize to the entire Nyack community for the cultural insensitivity displayed by our food service provider. I am disappointed that Aramark would serve items that differed from the published monthly menu, especially items that reinforce negative stereotypes concerning the African-American community. Now, wait a second. This is where, this is my jumping off point. And you know how I feel about these topics. We can turn this thing around and say, would it be culturally insensitive if we said on the 4th of July, Independence Day or something, we eat hot dogs and hamburgers? That's culturally insensitive because the white people came over here and started this country and the white people invented hamburgers and love hot dogs and whatever. Is that culturally insensitive? No. No, I celebrate that anytime I can. You give me some good Kansas beef on a plate, and you can be, if that's culturally insensitive, I'll take it. Mmm, tasty. Go on and throw in a baked potato with it. Whatever. This is ridiculous. There are restaurants that specialize in chicken and waffles. It's a tasty dish. It is not my thing because I don't like mixing the chicken with the maple syrup. I love waffles and I love chicken, but I don't love them together. So I don't really get the chicken and waffles thing. Because they don't really go, perfect thing for me and Jessica to split. Ideal. We just split it. That's great. Two plates, please. Chicken here, waffles there. Great. We've got to stop this stuff. It does not appear that this was intentional. They have served chicken and waffles before. That's the key part to the story that it doesn't say. That it's on the menu. It's part of what they serve at this school. What kid, we're sitting here going, ketchup is a vegetable. And we're worried about how bad meals are for kids in school. Now we've got a school district that's dialing up chicken and waffles for lunch. I can't see a complaint in that. That's a free, that's a government paid for meal, essentially. They're bringing it in. Your kid gets to eat it. They're getting great nutrition. I don't know anything about Nyack, New York. I assume we're not talking about, they're serving chicken and waffles. It sounds to me, and they've got Aramark. As their food service provider, it sounds like they got some money and they're doing something somehow, but I, I just can't. I just can't. I just can't. What kid wouldn't like chicken and waffles for lunch? I, I just, this is, this is not culturally insensitive. This was a coincidence. That's all it was. You know what else was a coincidence? Monday night, a person in Washington State won Powerball. So would that ever be deemed culturally insensitive or racist? No, it's an absolute coincidence. That person that won got lucky. It happened. Sometimes the long shot happens. 
You make a change to the menu. Chicken and waffles happens on the first day of Black History Month. <laughs> okay. Hey, listen, you want to update the story and tell me somebody did this as a prank? Fire him. Great. I get it. That's culturally insensitive. Apparently, they maybe once a month have chicken and waffles. So now we're talking about what? 20 school days in a month? Not even. 18 school days in a month? We're talking about a 1 in 18 chance that it's chicken and waffles? <laughs> that's not, that's a coincidence. That's nothing. God, people are just looking for reasons to be mad. I find humor in it. I'm sorry, I, I can't find any anger. Some people are like can't sleep at night. They're so mad about that story. I find humor in it. I really do. Uh, my nephew sent me a text yesterday and said he just got the mattress topper at MyPillow.com. He's going to love it. We had one on our previous bed. They will extend the life of your mattress years. If you've got a lumpy mattress or it's matted down or whatever, and you want to get a mattress topper from MyPillow.com, use the promo code KKHI. Uh, Curtis went in there and did that, and he said, to heck with the 30% off. I put KKHI in there. It was 50% off. Half price mattress topper right now at MyPillow.com slash KKHI or call 800-923-9034. 800-923-9034. I think he got his mattress topper for $169. Woo, you can extend the life of your mattress three or four years by getting that baby. Do it. Don't forget all the great products at MyStore.com as well. If you shop there, they have coffee. They got all kinds of great products there that you can get. Uh, conservative companies, conservative products, mystore.com slash KKHI. Use the promo code and you will always save. There is no bigger discount anywhere than the KKHI. That promo code is as big as any other discount you can get. My nephew found out he got half price on the mattress topper with promo code KKHI at mypillow.com. And of course, Ron Buck and his team, I got to call Buck this week to find out what he's thinking about this Super Bowl. He loves the Chiefs, man. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. He's getting nervous. I got to call Ron and see if he's getting nervous about the game on Sunday. He should be a roofer. Bottom line, he's a great guy. He has tremendous manpower at his company. They do the job on time for the price they say. They don't make a mess in your yard. They keep everything clean, and they just do great work. They do free roof inspections, by the way. You want to have them out sometime this spring? Climb up on the roof, take a look at it. 913-384-2680. You might be in a house where you've never even had your roof inspected since you've been in there. You maybe been in there 10 years and nobody's ever climbed up there. Ron and his team will do it. 913-384-2680. And you'll sleep well knowing Buck Roofing fixed the roof over your head. There's a podcast we call Nuggets. And we had a bunch of nuggets in this podcast. That was a whole lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed it. We will be back with a complete recap of the State of No need to watch tonight. I'll take care of the State of the Union for you with tomorrow's podcast. I promise we'll do that. We'll also have plenty to say about K-State Missouri's college basketball games. And, of course, we are locked in on the Super Bowl all week long here at Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. Thanks for listening to Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet Buick GMC. To get exclusive patrons-only podcasts, receive a weekly newsletter, and attend in-person patrons-only parties, visit kkhasissues.com and become a patron today. This has been a production of Crooked Tail Media Incorporated. Ah!